0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Angelic University with your host, Maria Paith. Maria is a spiritual teacher, a life and soul coach, and the angel decoding expert. Her book, Angel Decoding, Secret Keys to Communicating with Your Angels, is available on Amazon, and you can find her on the web at www.mariapaith.com. That's spelled M-A-R-I-A-P-E-T-H dot com. Listen now as Maria shares her wisdom to expand your spiritual awareness and increase your personal joy.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Angelic University with Maria Paith. That's me. Boy, it has been an exciting, you know, time in the world. We have had so many changes. There has been um quite the, you know, the pandemic of, of COVID-19, and and that has changed the way that the world works, especially since humans interact with each other in this world. Um, but but something is, you know, definitely up with all of this. There is definitely a, um, a shift in consciousness and evolution. And so um, I felt guided today to talk about this um concept. And The Field of Compassion is a book um, that has been written recently here by Judy Canato, C-A-N-N-A-T-O. And um, Judy, has um, eloquently put together what I consider to be both kind of an evolutionary concept of of spirituality <clears throat> and blended it, excuse me, with the, the Christian um, story as well. So that, you know, we really are um, looking or feeling that this, you know, radical amazement, the shift, this transformation that's happening in the world um, would make sense to you know to us to uh, in the depending on the perception that we're coming from um so anyways with the, with the changes um which we could call how some have pro- prophesized it as the golden age the new earth um you know a time of of great the great shift um there is this idea also of the the field of compassion, and I, I just love the way that, you know, Judy writes about this. So I'm going to read from page 77 of her book, The um, the Field of Compassion, and t- it's a conclusion to a, a, a chapter that she writes about, the st- two stories converging. Um, there is a m- morphic resonance between the Christian story and the universe story. Each provides a different lens for interpreting reality itself. Each is a story of cosmogenesis and connectedness. Each invites us out of a narrowly focused view of reality and into a place of awe and wonder. And each resonates with the new morphogenic field that is emerging, a field of consciousness that invites us to and engages us our self-reflective awareness, our quest for knowing, our love, and our freedom on behalf of all life. So I know that that's like a mouthful and a lot to consider. And when I reflect on this paragraph, you know, the, the morphic resonance. So like, you know, that there's change more to morph is to change. And, you know, but yet a resonance, a connection between the Christian story, which the Christian story is about, you know, how the earth began. um, And the universe story is more like the Big Bang Theory. And that each of them provides a different lens for interpreting reality itself which is fine. However, we come to reality is our our coming to it, is the way that we try to make sense of the world in this third dimensional field that we're in, in this physical form that we're in. And then I'm um, going on, you know, each is a story of cosmogenesis, how the, you know, cosmos began, the, the birth of the cosmos, and our connectedness. So, you know, that is like such a special idea that no matter what we did all start as one being one um mother as we would say you know birthed all of us and and then uh, we populated the the world and you know we do come from a very narrow focus at first it's all about me and like you know kind of the baby way of looking at things you know i need i want i got you know i'm hungry and you know when little babies um are just about kind of vocalizing or crying for their needs um it is a very narrow view and then you begin to realize that there are you know other people around that we need to be you know sharing and and then our love expands from baby love to you know family love to sharing with friends and then suddenly we go to school and we're you know expanding into community love and then we learn that there are you know other states and other countries and and then we expand you know to national and international love and and our um you know love becomes more uh expansive and it is kind of that idea of you know expanding our consciousness it it invites us to engage in in ourselves, but also to engage in the, the entirety, the whole world. And that is um, also the process of evolution, how we start with one cell, one being, and then it emerges. So it is inevitable that something new is always on the rise. You know, and um, it's always a new thing, and so we don't always know what that new thing is. When we look back, we go, "Oh, you know, I didn't know that wireless, you know, television would work like this." And you know, we don't need to actually, you know, plug it into to the cable. You know? <laughs> um, and or this, even the idea of your cell phones, you know, the cell phones we carry around don't have to be plugged in anywhere, that they're working, you know, wirelessly. That's an evolution that is a, a, you know, something that was novel and unique and never existed before. And now it's all part of our consciousness. So we can't um, always predict what that, you know, newness is because we're always creating. And that is very true about us as humans. We are creators, you know, and evolution is already, in, you know, in in effect, there isn't anything that we can't stop the change, we can't stop evolution, but we are to flow with it. Um, And this idea, too, of, you know, there is a bigger picture, that there is a quantum field, that there is um, a united consciousness, that you know, there is, um, the united consciousness is kind of that morphogenic field that, you know, we're morphing together, we're, you know, connecting together, we're beginning to understand, you know, each other. And so, um, you know, we want to consider that, you know, where, where are you in this, in this field? Where, where are you living? What are you doing? What are you being? Why, you know, are you here? And what have you, um, you know, promised to do? and um it's not important that you have the complete picture but the fact that you are here on earth at this time is huge because that invites us and you to understand and know that it's pertinent to the Earth at this time, that you are resonating with her. If you're listening to this podcast, you're about the new cosmology. You're about the field of compassion. You're about looking at you know the opportunities of of um, hope and peace and love and mankind united. And so you know, as Jesus you know called, the kingdom of you know heaven is within you. The kingdom of heaven is here. You know to me, um, and and we are really in this kingdom of heaven. We are creators with with God. We are the inner space. We are the quiet. We are the um the outer spaces. We are creating. You know all of the new technologies, all of the new way of seeing or doing things. The um, you know the, the cars that we drive or that we fly. The um, you know the the way that we run our homes. The the clothes that we wear. It's all very much you know kind of shifting more and more to less restrictive and more freedom and more ability and more um, and faster and instantaneous. And all of it is magical. And so, your resonance—what does that mean? How does that, how do we bring it back down to you? Your resonance, where you are on that emotional scale, where you are hopefully above the courage line on the emotional scale, is huge. Um, so that you have you know the courage to create, you have the um, the willingness to allow to try something new. You have the neutrality of just um, being in the moment if you aren't able to necessarily grasp what is new, but you're being in the moment, willing to be in the moment, accepting the moment, being neutral to the moment. These are emotions and um, states of being above the courage line. And, And then, you know, we go into that, that those amazing spaces of of um, logic and love and joy and enlightenment. And so staying in those places helps you to align with creativity, helps you to manifest, helps you to stay in those places where you're creating goodness in your life. Um, So this is a, you know, an, an, a typical um, day and I was just talk about a typical morning in my life. Um, You know, I get up um, fairly, well, fairly early 637. And um, my husband and I walk, you know, our dog and sometimes uh, actually before I am up, I meditate for 20 minutes. So that sets the tone for my day, that meditation, that Connecting with God, that time of you know prayerful reflection, that time of just being um, and trying to clear my mind and 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 you know receive God's message for the day, receive the Holy Spirit, receive the energy of of Christ consciousness, receive um, that which is in the field of compassion that we can't see or hear or or know. That's how we connect, and then. I am feeling, you know, quite balanced in the, in that, in that time. Um, then I get up and I, you know, dress and, and my husband and I walk the dogs. Sometimes in the walks, we're having very pleasant conversations and we're, you know, really in sync and, and the world is, you know, perfect. And sometimes we're having, you know, maybe a bit of a discussion or, or we we're going to an argument and when, you know, we're, we're arguing whatever anyone is arguing you kind of feel this you know emotion of you know moving up and down the emotional scale maybe you get to frustration because somebody isn't um, understanding your point of view or you get to anger um, or you even feel like you know shameful, like maybe you didn't do something you know right, or or it wasn't right for the other person, and you know we're going you know, at, or maybe you feel grief because you're reminded of you know time or situation where you know grief was is the topic of discussion. We're just going up and down this emotional scale, or, or maybe we're talking again joyfully, um, you know, courageously, and and about you know the future. But in a discussion with a person, we can go through all kinds of states of emotion. All the while, we're walking outside in a fairly, you know, nice weather today, and enjoying, you know, this this um, brisk exercise together, connected to the world. And you know, this is what's really happening. The discussion is happening inside my head. The discussion that my husband and I are having, and the emotions that are going through my energy, is happening within me which is really 90% of the time where it is happening for you as well. So we have complete control of what we are, you know, experiencing. And then you shift to what we would call the field of compassion and go, but we can have this discussion. I could feel these ways for, you know, a moment. But I'm not living there. I don't have to stay in that frustration or anger, um, you know, or even constant state of joy and bliss either. It's normal to go up and down the scale. But for the greater good in the scope of, you know, all considered on a daily basis, our um, body, our physical body is challenged by others and what they think and how they might see you and how and why a situation may be occurring. And it is our job to consider a field of compassion. How can I get back to my center? How can I get back to being grounded? How can I get back to um, taking you know a deep breath, praying and reflecting on what is going to be best for me today and how I can create a wonderful day, I continue to create a wonderful day. So what I am, you know, sharing here is that we I start the day with a, you know, really good premise. It's, you know, quiet, it's all within my mind. It's all me and God, you know, and the universe and then we introduce other people and that can change the way that our state may reflect, but I'm always in control so I can always come back to the love, to the reflection, to that deep breath, to that um, place of, of unity, to that place of you know, looking at the world more mystically, and looking at the world poetically, looking at the world provocatively, looking at the world, you know, in a reassuring way, looking beyond me, but also knowing that everything about us, everything about us, is really um, about connected, about realigning, about being in a higher state of being um not staying or living in any particular moment for for too long so it is the emotional range that um that we're in control of it is the emotional range that brings us to the um the field of compassion so the field of compassion says we want more love we want greater understanding among men well we do have to have arguments and Um, It doesn't have to be arguments. We've got different points of view and we need to listen to one another. We do need, and everyone has, you know, various perceptions. This is part of the adventure here. It is part of the um, uniqueness here because that's why there are so many creations. That's why there are so many, we consider delicious pieces of um, opportunity in this world because they have all been created by the variety of humanity, but yet we're all one. We're all one. We're all one big blanket. We're just covering different parts of the earth. And when we come back to resonance of an inner reflection of, of, um, of goodness, of compassion, then we are really living more unified and among, among arguments or among frustration or among anger or even among shame. We learn from those things so that we can normalize a higher vibration. We can normalize at a place of courage, willingness, and acceptance, and then love and joy. Um, so that is how I try to make um, it understandable when I'm thinking, you know, like big global transformation. It's like it does take each of us aligning with the love within us our compassion within us our understanding within us on our ability to to be open and again uh, willing and and neutral sometimes so that we can learn and grow from one another and have the the dynamics and have the benefits of the the dynamics um in back to the field of compassion the book I really love this prayer that um, Judy has written here on page 78 in my copy. Um, it's a prayer. and we will end this um, podcast today with, with this prayer. Uh, so incomprehensible, holy mystery, you come to me in so many ways through the Christian story, which speaks of your love for all creation, through the universe story that brings me to awe and wonder. Help me to live out of the big picture, to see how my life and all that I am about has cosmic significance. Help me to grow in my capacity for self reflection, to expand my awareness of the communion of which I am a part. Enable me to grow in freedom and in love, that I may be the co-creator you have invited me to be. Amen. Thank you for listening to Angelic University with Maria Paith. It's been a pleasure, and I pray we can connect um, again next week. Be well. God bless. And until next time, angelic love.
0: Thank you for listening to the Angelic University with your host, Maria Paith. If you enjoyed the Angelic University podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe to Angelic University today by visiting www.angelicu.com. That's angelic followed by a capital U.com. Membership benefits include a free private angel reading or coaching session, member only classes and healing sessions along with free gifts and special offerings. To learn more about Maria, you can find her on the web at www.mariapaith.com. That's spelled M-A-R-I-A-P-E-T-H hcom And her book, Angel Decoding, Secret Keys to Communicating with Your Angels, is available on Amazon.